Well, Gabe, you just gave your candidating sermon. Can you just tell me about the whole entire process of what it takes to be a candidate, <laughs> pastoral candidate? <editor? laughs> Uh, yeah, I guess for those who don't know, candidating is a regular process that pastors do, or I guess seminary grads do, to become a pastor of a church, because candidating is about the church um, wanting the pastor to be their shepherd. Um, and so at FCBC, the process is pretty much an interview process with interviews with the pastors, as well as the deacons, uh, getting that approved, and then... From there, we then we go to the, I guess, the candidate sermon, which I preached two Sundays ago. Uh, the next step from that is a meeting greet, uh, where the church gets to, I guess, interview and get to know me and, and my wife, Sharon. And then after that, it's pretty much a vote, I believe. Um, so that that's the process. So it seems like it's going pretty fast. Um, I wanted to talk to you today specifically <laughs> about that sermon uh do you still mm -hmm. is it is it too far ago like like more than a week ago or, or do you still remember it no i i remember it it's pretty fresh <laughs> um okay so i want to ask you how did you feel immediately before giving it how did you feel while you were giving it and then how did you feel immediately after giving it um well prepping up to that message so I decided to just preach, you know, the next passage in our in our series through First Corinthians. So I didn't choose like a pet passage that I was really familiar with or anything. And it so happened that the topic land on like sex, marriage, and divorce. Right. So I guess I was just a little bit nervous about addressing those topics because I'm addressing them to English adults right. uh, and to families, and and it's not like I've been married for that long. Uh, so it was just an interesting topic to talk about, but I, I really enjoyed the process of just studying the text and, and, and really um, preparing myself. So I don't know, I, I guess I was just trying to tell myself before the sermon that this is just a sermon. Like, don't don't think about the candidating part. Don't think about, uh, well, think about who I'm preaching to, but, but think about it in a way that it's just a sermon, you know, not that I'm trying to gain their votes or anything like that. Right. Um, yeah, and during the sermon, usually when I start preaching, uh, it's the initial, like, two minutes that's a little bit more nervous and and after that i'm pretty much good like i'm just in it and i'm, I'm not thinking that much oh, okay uh, so i'll say during the sermon I, I wasn't really yeah i wasn't really thinking too much or like aware of what's going on i did lose a little bit of track of time so i i when i noticed i was i was getting a little bit late i, I started cutting out some stuff from my manuscript <laughs> <laughs> and then um yeah and then after the sermon it was um I, don't know, I just I, I guess it was it was just good to be able to preach. I, I think it was good to preach in person again because I've been doing most of my sermons on Zoom right. uh, for the past year, and so it's just it's good to be able to see people and hear reactions right away. And and I think that was just I think that was just helpful. That made me feel like I was I was there. Um, I I didn't get too much of a chance to really process what happened after the sermon because I was just kind of greeting people afterwards, and my my parents were there two listeners I, I made sure to go go greet them and, and some other friends as well so yeah uh it was it's been a rush i'll say that so you mentioned that like you just try to treat it like any other sermon but you know that it wasn't any other sermon were you <laughs> did you spend more time preparing on this than you would a normal sermon did, were you like more cognizant of 
okay, I'm going to stick to my manuscript. I'm not going to try to add anything. Or were you practicing your hand gestures? Like, there's got to be some things that were a little bit different. Um, honestly, I, I didn't really prepare any differently. I, it was, uh, it was a certain, because I, I was so busy doing other sermons, other Bible studies that I, I, I pretty much prepped the week of, which is normally what I do with sermons. So it wasn't, I didn't spend any extra time on it. Um, I, I did, I was thinking to myself because I usually go long and you see my IT terms are like long. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> so I've been, I was cognizant about how many pages I had. So I was trying mm -hmm. to make sure I like, I cut things away and like, and just try to like stay on my manuscript. So that a lot of, a lot of my focus was there to make sure I didn't go long. Right. Um, um, but everything else was pretty much the same. Yeah. So somewhere in your on your hard drive, or um, I guess there there's a longer version of that sermon somewhere, right? Because you said you cut it out. Uh, yeah, there's slightly longer, not not too much. <laughs> um, how? What do you wish went differently, if anything at all? Well, actually, let, let's let's back up. What do you think went well? Um, you can talk about mm -hmm. you know anything that you thought went well, and what do you wish you did differently? Um. I think it, it went well in the sense that it was a it was a sunny day. Um, everyone was there, and I was able just to. I, I felt a piece of the sermon. I just feel like I did my work. I did my work with the text. I, I knew the text. I knew what I wanted to say, um, and and I knew where I was going with the sermon. So it it, it didn't. It felt like a good structure in sermons. So I, I was pretty comfortable with it. Um, what I wish I what didn't go as as planned was I've been preaching off my iPad. I never preached outdoors on my iPad, and there's ah. this this glare that came in when the, when the sun <laughs> when the clouds weren't there, and so I was like I couldn't see my manuscript for a little bit here and there. <laughs> so were you going off your memory at that point, or would you did you like try to shade uh, it? Or no, what? yeah, I was like shifting my manuscript, my iPad up the pulpit so I would get some of the shade covering. <laughs> so I can see better. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I need to. Uh, I, if I were to preach out, outdoors again like that, I need to. I need to keep in mind of of the sun. Well, I mean, to be fair, yeah, this isn't necessarily the most ideal situation for your candidating sermon. Like you said, you've been on Zoom um, for IT and turf, and if it was, you know, non-COVID times, you'd be in the Mac. I'm assuming, like in an mm -hmm. air-conditioned environment. Um, right. Yeah, did Did you? How did it feel just preaching outdoors? Did you, did you find that like a little bit special? Did you enjoy it? Did you feel like there was a lot of like, space between you and the congregation? Because when I'm leading music, I do feel like the, spa <laughs> the spatial difference, you know? It's just, it's hard to get a read on people. You, mm -hmm. you feel a little isolated. How did you feel? You know, honestly, it's better than preaching on Zoom. So I, 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 I guess because I've been doing that for the past year, like I was like, oh man, it's nice to actually look around and see people's faces, um, see people taking notes and even hearing reactions. Like if I were to say a random joke um, that I just like, I don't get that when I'm preaching Zoom. So I'm, and when I'm preaching Zoom, I, I'm like, I'm sometimes just very aware of my own voice. Mm. This, this time I wasn't, it was, it just felt more natural. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you know, I think that I don't. Yeah, outdoors is not ideal. The wind did kind of come in and start blowing my Bible pages around, so I had to, like <laughs> I had to take out my cell phone just to like keep it down, um, get some paperweight in there. Uh, yeah, so there's 
there's like little nuances here and there that I figure out how to do better. Um, if I were to preach outdoors again, um, but overall, I, you know, I, I think it went pretty well. I, I mean, I felt like the AV team did well, just, you know, setting up to make sure we had mics up and I was able to hear myself pretty well. Um, and I guess everything is I keep, I keep reading there's a camera on me. So I, 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 I don't know, I need my myself to look at the camera. So I'm, mm. I'm speaking to, to the online community mm, that's as well. Good, that's good. Yeah. I, yeah. Well, to be fair and to, um, I guess to, to, uh, uh, affirm you. Um, yeah, I've, I listened to almost all of your IT sermons, almost all of your turf sermons uh, when we put them online. And uh, yeah, this, this felt like it was still you. Like it didn't feel like, oh, this is a different version of Gabe. Um, it did feel like, uh, I guess what you said, right? Like a little bit shorter than, than your mm-hmm. different IT sermons. Um, but I think it was a good thing. I think it was still focused and uh, still clear. So thanks for, for preaching. I did want to ask you though, um, how should the church, or I guess Christians, uh, be thinking about guest speakers? Now, I know you're not a guest speaker, but how should we think about, you know, preachers who aren't necessarily the normal preaching pastor? Like, should I get hyped because there's somebody <laughs> else preaching? Like, like, what's your take on this? You, you can talk to different contexts. You can talk about, like, you know, somebody like you that's candidating, or you can talk about, like, a, you know, a true guest speaker that's coming from outside. How should hmm. we think through this? Uh, that's interesting because because nine marks just talked about this under under preacher's talk. I saw that. I saw uh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I didn't listen to that whole thing yet. I I, I kind of caught bits and pieces here and there, and um, yeah, I, I think guest preaching is uh, it's I, I think what 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 we, I guess something you have to realize with preaching is that a lot of it is a lot of it is the pastor knowing the flock. Right. And knowing the context, knowing what struggles people are in, um, they might not know everyone in the congregation if it's a bigger church, but I, they know like, you know, little groups here and there and just what they're going through. And I, I think for a guest preacher, that's probably the hardest thing is is that connection. But and you're aware of that, like if at least a, a preacher who's who's aware of who they're preaching to, they're aware that there's this disconnect and, and that makes things hard. They try to. So they try to generalize things or they try to like say things that uh, or they just just simply stick, stick to the text because they don't want to misapply things to, to people who are not in the right context. Um, and, and so I, I think that part gets a little bit more difficult. I, I think um, for congregations, you know, I think it's, it's OK to get excited for a guest preacher. Um, and I, I think what will help the preacher a lot is responding to them. Um, you know, if that means like laughing at your jokes, um, it means putting your head down, actually like looking at your Bible and taking notes. Like, like preachers notice that they notice when heads go up and down and when pens are moving. And I think that encourages them um, when when they see that. And I think that's that's just a way to appreciate um, th- that you're you're there to listen to what he has to say. You know. Yeah. Have you done other uh, guest speaking engagements? I guess during your time as an intern. As an intern, no. Before I was an intern, I, I did like some stuff. Um, like I remember being invited back to UC Irvine, my right. my old mata, um, and just speaking at WACF there. And um, I actually am. I actually have a guest speaking arrangement coming up, and nice. um, I'm speaking at W in UCR okay, end of this cool. month. Nice. Um, oh, actually, that that reminds me. I did I did have one guest speaking arrangement when I was an intern um, at a at a church retreat. Uh, awesome. with, with some of the churches in Arizona, from Arizona. Oh, yeah. cool, cool, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, 
what, how can we be praying for you then? I guess we can pray for your upcoming guest spot, but how else can we be praying for your, I guess, candidating process? Um, I guess let's pray that it goes, I don't know, just see it all the way through. I, I think, I think I've been waiting for this for a while. I, the church has been waiting for this for a while. And, um, I just pray I just graduate and, and I'm ready. And, and I just, I get kind of get signed on. Um, you know, I have nothing's guaranteed. So I'm just thankful for this whole process. Um, but I think the hardest part of the process is over, like preaching mm. and, and doing the, the pastoral and deacon interviews. Um, the meet and greet, uh, I don't know. I, I guess we'll see what that looks like. But I grew up in this church. But I think that's that makes things a little bit more comfortable for me because I, I, I know most people here. And, um, and so, yeah, I think it's more praying that I will continue to stay humble through this whole process. You know, mm -hmm. that, that I don't take this for granted. Um, and, and even though, yes, I'm, I'm very familiar with, with us at, at FCBC, um, candidating is a high calling and, and to remember that, that this is, this is not just another step, but this is, this is a church referring my call to become a pastor. Yeah. How long has this entire process been for you? Like what, what to, to giving the short version of your entire journey, because it, yeah, I mean, the seminary and getting to this point, I mean, a lot of time has passed by, but it, it seems like it flew by really fast. <laughs> Yeah, some people have been telling me it felt really fast. I I felt like it's dragging through the mud. Um, I I um well, I think a lot of it because I I felt I first felt the call to ministry, at least a desire to preach. I first had a desire to preach in 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 college. This is like ten years ago, over ten years ago, and so right, right. Um, and so it was, it's been a long time in terms of just wrestling with that desire, what to do with it doesn't mean I'm, I want, I should go to ministry or should I just use it bivocationally. Um, and then going to seminary four years ago, it was just, it felt like I'm entering undergrad again because it's four years. I'm, I'm just, and I'm, I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a good student in the sense that like I like studying or I like sitting in classrooms and, and lectures. So, um, and so it just felt like a long time. Um, and yeah, I, I can't believe we're, we're here. <laughs> well yeah Gabe well thank you for taking the time to come on Instagram and just uh, talk to us briefly about these things um, I'm excited to see what God has in store for you and for your family and for our church of course thank you um, so much Gabe thank you and uh, your sermon is available <laughs> online um, we actually just did a, a excerpt from your sermon we did a transcribed excerpt um, it's on our church blog so everybody can go to what is it? FCBCWalnut.squarespace.com? Is that the new site now? <laughs> yes. Just go to FCBCWalnut.org so. and then click <laughs> on the English site and then uh, find our blog there. There's an excerpt of Gabe's sermon and you can also find um, the video on our YouTube channel. So Gabe, thanks for, for doing all of that for us and uh, yeah, preaching. Yeah, thanks. Thank you, Aaron, for, I guess, setting all this up. You're... You're you're the man behind behind the scenes doing all this. <laughs> oh, it's fun, man. And you're you're also behind the scenes doing this stuff too. You edited your own transcript, so <laughs> <laughs> Endora helped us too. But yeah, thank you. <laughs>